0: Hello and welcome to episode 68 of The Empire Strikes Back, a UK-based Real Yankees podcast. Sorry we haven't been around for a little while, but a combination of life getting in the way and everything just being so interminably miserable that sometimes the last thing you want to do is record a freaking podcast about it. Uh, but we're, we, we've come together tonight to have a little bit of a chat. and There's, there's hopefully five of us tonight. Um, and so I'm Rob and I'm going to be your host for this evening. We've had a bit of a, uh, a trade acquisition. We've uh, managed to ship off uh, an ageing centre fielder for two pieces in return, uh, although it may well work out to be as good as the Mike Tockman trade. Uh, but tonight we've got with us Sarah. How are you, Sarah Briggs?
1: I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, good to be back with you all.
0: Uh, we we will hopefully have David with us, but as we are well used to the world now, internet issues, uh, and, and our, our, our next uh, person seems to have better luck from deepest, darkest Dorset with their internet than Dave does in his house. Uh, Chris Ward, how are you doing, fella? All good, mate. All good. Continuing the tradition of being on holiday and doing this podcast. I've, I've done I this actually, from I mean, that...
2: various Portugal. various locations, but Portugal was one of them, yeah, for sure. Portugal, and, yeah, uh, we've had Portugal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dorset's a little bit
0: easier. Um, so yeah, no, it's all good, mate. It's all good. So we're going from as an international podcast, you know, we're we going from UK Yankees, where we're covering from the deep, deepest, started Dorset, Hull, Leeds, and we're even making our way up to the to mighty Scotland and the last one with the slightest Kev. How you doing, Kev?
3: I'm good, mate. Hanging in here, north of the border in sunny Scotland. It's uh yeah, it's good to be back. I think it's Empire comes back. We've been, away we've, been away for, we've been away for that long, but I think as you say, a lot of us have been on holiday and stuff, and it's a difficult time of year to get everyone together, but we're back.
0: I uh, I was in London last week, and I did the London Stadium tour, and at the end of it, they were giving out, you know, those from the MLB series, the cups that you got that you can stack. Oh,
3: that one that I yeah. left?
0: That the one that you <laughs> left, so I've got like eight of the bloody things, because I said <laughs> I went to them, he went, oh, there you go, I have a load of them, it's like, oh, cheers, mate, so if anybody wants uh, a yeah, I'll have cup one cup from... Then. All right, I'll send you one. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. I'll come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're we're gonna be led mainly because I think uh, we've missed so much. But I think it'd be great to really talk about the trades because I think there's some some different opinions that we have of these things, and and we will be talking about the games, and of course we'll be doing our our, our predictions at the end of it, as well as talking about the uh, the the prospect list that we actually have. So I thought what we'd do is if we just go through. Well, one by one, see how we felt about everything, and and I I think there's no greater place to start that this this year has been so obscenely weird that I found myself a little bit upset that we got rid of Louis Sessa. <laughs> Do you know what?
1: I, found... Wait, I felt like that. I felt like that. I was. I've kind of grown a bit fond of him because he's he's been pretty decent this year, and like, I've had to really change my mind year. about him. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I can't see. I agree, guys. No,
0: oh, don't get me wrong. Shut <laughs> up. No. No, <laughs> what I mean, are you talking about? Don't get me wrong. I don't like it, but he... What was he... It was like a one-point-two-eight. we We've had some decent performances from it, but I was a bit like, oh. And, and don't get me wrong, I... I'm not crying myself to sleep like I was about to talk, but that, I wasn't actually doing that. Well, maybe. A you were. Bit. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> just a, little bit. Um, a lot. But, but a lot. All right. Just just a huge weeping, wailing in the street. Uh, but this was one that, that I just thought, I didn't see that coming. And then you see that because with it, you get rid of Justin Wilson and his salary with it, it made it an awful lot more tolerable for me. So... Um, Go, go on then, Sarah. Start us off. Where where were you on this one?
1: Um, I I, I was I was kind of surprised to see Sester go, but again, you know, like I'm not um I'm not going to cry about it. And I was definitely glad to see Justin Wilson go because every time he came up in the eighth, I just knew we were going to give up a load of runs and you know, like it would all be a bit tense. So I'm not really bothered about him. I I think you know that's it's just it's a bit of a salary dump, wasn't it, to do other things.
0: Yeah,
3: Kev. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we kind of traded Cess at the right time, as you say. He came into a bit of form, got hot. He's um, his stock was a little bit higher, so we used him to get out of Wilson. Wilson was a horrible pickup. Let's be honest, it just didn't work out. He, yeah, he, he just he, he was awful to watch. And as as Sarah rightly said, you knew when he came up, you're like, oh no, not him. So we got him off it. The, they freed up the salary <laughs> they needed. To keep themselves under the the luxury tax, so I think it made sense all around. Yeah, created
2: you, it's, yeah created space on the roster as well, didn't it? That, that two spaces on the roster that we 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 quite desperately needed, and yeah, I, I the only thing I ever thought about Sessa was, oh, yeah, he's doing okay. I hope he's trade bait, um, and he clearly was. And as you say. Wilson was just a liability, and maybe have better luck at the Reds. Fair play to him, mate. So good luck to him at the Reds. Hope he does well. You know, we've had other pitchers that, that sucked in New York that have done very well at the Reds. So maybe they will, and maybe that will uh, give us a, a better player to be named later. I don't know. I don't know if we we know who that player is yet, but um,
0: yeah, we'll see. No, I, I don't. I, I, that's what I was going to ask because I was thinking, well, surely you would name them by by now, or what? What's the what's the deal? How long do you have before they get to name? Is it? Is it time bound? Is it they can just name them in a year's time or something like that? Do you guys know?
1: I'm sure like there's something like that that somebody was named. At, it, somebody was named at the end of the season. Like what was I, like I read about a deal that was done um, like the other day. Like, like it was done a few years ago. But the player that was named later at the end of the season was Michael Brantley for the Astros. I can't remember which deal it was that he like came you know to the Astros as part of, but. Um, you know, it just happened at the end of the season, and that was the player that they got. So, you know, we'll just hope that we get a bit of magic like that. that you know, turns well, into a pretty decent I'll take player. Michael
0: Bradley, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think yeah. it is just generally generally it's player to be named later, so it's later.
0: It's unspecified. Yeah. Well, that's something to look forward to. Just, just you know, just in case we didn't have enough of an emotional roller coaster this season, we'll we'll wait to see what we get back from the Reds. But it was it was one of those, and I thought. But that was when I thought, are we going to start to move and do something? There was a little, I had a little bit of suspicion that the Tim LeCastro tra- tra- trade, I was thinking, that's going to be it. Because Ryan Lamara come up and was doing okay. And I thought to myself, are they just giving up on the season? Had I just given up on the season as well? As so I was thinking, you know, are we going to scrape into a wild card? But I watched, I don't know if you watched trade deadline day uh, because it was available the MLB network was available on the app although I've got a dodgy link on t- internet that I, I watch these things on as well um, and it was actually a lot of teams started to do a lot of business and it was actually quite it was quite interesting, my wife uh, didn't necessarily agree <laughs> uh, about four hours in about <laughs> how interesting it was uh, but but that was, that, this is when I started to get, because you think to yourself well actually where, where's the need uh, and Justin Wilson was a huge, huge liability, and if you have to sacrifice someone to to get rid of that, then then I'm all for you know. Quite frankly, if you have to sacrifice them over over a fire, quite frankly, uh, to get rid of Justin Wilson, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably take the the next one is uh, Clay Holmes. So, what do we know about him? Because uh, that was just like Hello? now I am. I am no. I am told actually because we gave up. And, and, and Sarah, I wanted you to tell us at some point what what trade pieces we gave up that you are particularly unhappy about. I should have mentioned all of them, uh, but we'll, uh, um, we'll, no, we'll no, not
1: all of them. No, no, it was just it was just the um, like the Joey Gallo trade. I was kind of a bit, oh,
0: okay.
1: I was a bit upset okay. by. I thought it was a lot to give up, but yeah, no, Claire Holmes, I don't know a lot about, but it seems to have done all right. I was listening to the game in the middle of the night last night, and you know, like he seems to sort of give us, you know, one of those. Pictures that gives us an innings and does okay and nothing startling but just a piece in the bullpen that we need at the moment.
2: Chris? Yeah, he looks okay. Yeah, he looks okay. Um, so I watched him pitch against the Orioles in the first game and um, yeah yeah, he looked pretty handy um, but equally some of the, the guys we've had come up um, from the minor leagues have looked pretty handy as well. So yeah uh, I, 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 he, he fills a spot that we needed to fill and it's, I wouldn't say it's a gamble, but they, they've found a spot for him and, and hopefully he's, he works out. looks okay, but he just doesn't look more than okay from from the very little I've seen from him.
0: So, so we'll see. We'll see. On uh, uh, Apparently, he is very good. Uh, I, but of course, yes, within the realms of what is very good. But we gave up two players, so Hoy Park. and the, Now, this is where you're going to see me murdering uh, international names where my, my Kentish twang really does me Diego Castillo. Would that would, would we agree that's, yeah, how we
1: pronounce uh, that? that's good? That's good, I'll yeah.
0: Aiden yeah, with yeah. Hoy Park, really,
1: like, yeah, I, I was disappointed to lose Hoy Park because a lot of Yankees fans have been calling for him. He's been playing, he's played really well in, in uh, Scranton, the triple A side now, for perhaps two or three years, you know, like, seems to. You know, score a lot of runs. Get in you know, is quite a power player. Um, Yeah, I, I've like been watching him at the Rail Riders for a while now, and thought there was a place for him at the Yankees. But we only played him the once, and then that was it. He was off back again. So, the Yankees obviously don't don't like him for some reason. I don't know, like what it is. It couldn't be any worse than what we had at the time.
0: And this is, I know, I know you you've been of the opinion that we need to just sometimes just blood the youngsters because what we've got. Is um and I know Sesson was out of options, wasn't he? Uh, but this I, I won't see because I'm always interested with our commitment, to, but I think we all felt, well, I certainly felt that yeah, we need some more in the in the bullpen. But what we need, and, and I referred back to several months ago as some lefty bats. We need we need lefty bat, and we need some gold glove defense out there. Badly. So I, badly. So who should I start with on the <laughs> Joey Gallo one? <laughs> Ken, what? Where, yeah. How did you respond when this bit of news broke?
1: I
3: have been banging on about us being so right-handed for at least two seasons, probably more now. And uh, it is killing me to watch a team at Yankee Stadium with no proper lefty power bats. I've been kind of a little bit on the fence with Gallo. The first thing with Gallo is he brings excellent defence. Unfortunately, it's... A kind of corner outfielder not in the centre field where we really 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 needed someone but it looks like judge has been doing a job in there so number one you get a gold glove outfielder he gets on base quite a bit because he takes his walks strikeout numbers are a little bit kind of samey to guys that we've got but there's no doubt about it he balances that lineup i mean even before the other trade which i suppose you'll get onto but as soon as you plugged him into the lineup it started to look so much better in terms of balance because it has been easy to pitch, you pitch round about us at the moment. I think it's been easy for managers to get um, pitching in there and, and and break us up. So, yeah, I, I was delighted. I think we didn't give up a massive amount From We gave up some good prospects, but we never gave up any of the top guys to get him. Um, I think the other bonus with him is it's not a rental. I think he's, he's got another year left at least, yeah. so you got him for next year as well, which is is huge, so uh, yeah, I, I think overall, pretty pleased with the deal, I think it made sense unfortunately, he's not got off to the best of starts but...
1: No, I was going to say like, <laughs> but, he's, he's, like, he's not really covered himself in glory yet
3: <laughs> it's, it's, it's very early days and the team are hugely streaky at the moment, so hopefully he'll settle down and, and start to hit to t- his average, which I'm sure he will he'll, he'll get back to his numbers, but he usually does but um, but yeah, I think overall, feeling positive about that trade. I think it's long term; it's are over more than just the short terms. Probably the best way to see it. I think it's going to be a decent, um, decent acquisition.
2: Chris, yeah, ha- happy to see that the lineup uh, in the last couple of games has had a bit of structure to it. So you know, for me, if I'm constructing a lineup, I, I want to be messing with uh, a righty and a lefty. Um, I, I want to be seeing. Multiple different um, angles to attack a pitcher at, so yeah, having having righty lefty, righty lefty uh, throughout the lineup is good, and, and equally being you know, I think last night's lineup was righty righty, lefty righty righty lefty for example. So again, just ways to 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 mess up the pitcher's timing and and try and get in their heads before they before you've even started when when the lineup card comes out. So yeah, for me, it's it's proved that is it that Kev as much as I was bored of hearing him say it he was he was right that the construction <laughs> of the roster was not ideal and and two lefty bats has made a massive difference to the way I look at a roster straight, straight away for sure um so yeah glad to see him there and yes too early too early to um to to be judging him he's he's been in texas for a long time and he's got to get used to new york which may or may not happen as we've seen in the past so hopefully he does adjust to it and and realizes that there's a short porch for him to hit so um yeah we'll we'll see though you've got to be
1: disappointed though that you 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 know like to me like i'm still disappointed that like with the two trades that we've made and you've still got brett Gardner, and Wade in the lineup day in day out what like what what do those two have to do to go anywhere
2: so, well, so Tyler Wade hit a, a was it a bases clearing or a two he run did, double yeah. last night? Yeah, he, he, he did all right. Yeah. So yeah, he's you can bring him on. You can pinch run him where you need to. He's a good backup option. He's a mm. solid defender. Yeah, yeah. His bat's not not great. But he's a he's a solid defensive option. Where actually we need some help, quite frankly, in the infield. We're struggling, especially with the loss of, and we don't know how long shell um, uh, is out. He looks like he's out with a hamstring injury. That could be yeah. that could be ten days, or it could be three weeks. So we we need that help um, on the infield. And as for Gardner, uh, he's like Boone said, he's still my center fielder, which surprises me. Uh, it's not going to be that for every single game, as we saw, you know, some, uh, some pitchers, he's just not going to get to hit against, but later on in the game, he's a good option to bring off the bench. Um, And and yeah, for me, he's a similar sort of, he's not the same hitter as Gallo is, but you know, he, uh, he's a lefty bat uh, that can occasionally surprise you with a, with a a pop fly that, uh, that drifts Mm -hmm. down the right, down the right field line. So yeah. Uh, I, I love Gardy as much as i do he, He's having a shocking season and this should probably be his last but um but equally yeah i, I see where you are coming from Sarah he's, he's, he's a struggle but wade for me is is a defensive option we need and i think you'll find that you know you he, if i was the manager i would be probably starting judge in center field flanked by um, um by Gallo on the left and who, who else we put in the right. <laughs>
1: Stanton?
2: Stanton, well, yeah. Like, yeah, well,
1: yeah, yeah. Stanton in right, absolutely. Just, yeah, I was say, Stanton's played a bit, hasn't he, like over the weekend?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see him play more in right and then, yeah, bringing in the likes of Wade and Gardner if you want to shore up the defence later on in the game. So, yeah, I think um, I, I think those are options for sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think you bring up a good point, Sarah. And as much as I love what we've done with the, the Rizzo trade and the Gallo trade, I mean, Rizzo... I suppose we're going to get on to him, but he, I'm just delighted with we picked him up. Getting that kind of defence at first base has, has been huge, but we kind of didn't fix the problems in the middle, which would be center field and shortstop defensively uh, are an issue, and it was something I hoped that we'd maybe fix, but I think that's going to be a problem going forward. I, I really do. I think they, they never fixed that, but it's quite clear that we were staying under the luxury tax bracket is the most important thing that they wanted to do, so... I don't think it would be possible to bring Story in or someone else in while staying under there. Um, I thought we had a few other trade pieces like Voigt and stuff that might have been an option, but yeah, just doesn't seem to be.
2: I don't think centre field's a problem next year because Hicks is going to get his chance next year, fact. Oh dear, he, he's he's our centre fielder. He, he is our centre fielder, and he's on a long term contract. He's our centre fielder. He, you know, unless something goes horribly wrong in spring training next year. He's our starting um, centre fielder, or unless we trade him.
0: I think he's on he's... a long-term team-friendly contract. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think, and I he's think, a switch
2: hitter. He's a I switch think... hitter that it would have been. And you talk about the the construction of the lineup. Him missing in that lineup. Don't get me wrong. He had a poor start to the season, but him missing in that lineup's is a really, really big problem for that yeah. lineup. And that forced us to need a Gallo and a Rizzo.
3: Yeah, the Aaron Hicks of two years ago, possibly, but. I mean the the Arnhicks that we're seeing now, that cannon that he had for an arm seems to have left him. You know, he's his throws from the field were wild. Um his bat was horrendously poor. He was basically hitting from one side. So I don't know. I, I Yeah, but playing with an injury, Kev, and that's the thing. Yeah, if he can get himself
2: right, if he can get himself right back to that player that we know he is, then it's okay.
3: He's but, one of my favourite Yankees, but it, it, there's no doubt about it. He's in The last two seasons has been very scary to see. So, with
0: the with the with the Gallo, trade, I was I was happy. I always wondered about Cashman's backroom staff saying it doesn't matter if you're left, right, left, right. You know, the 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 stats that show that it doesn't matter if you're all right-handed. And I think I'd like to think at some points this may now prove that we can't be over reliant on. the data monkeys in the background saying that this is you know if if it's not working it's not working so I was really really pleased with the go signing. I wasn't super excited about it but it was just an answer and I just wanted that that because something's wrong with Clint Frazier something's something's you know something's not right there and this gives us the option to move on from him and I and I personally think I thought he was going to go, actually, in this. this. I thought something would have happened. Uh, But I think that's a player that needs to potentially find a new home to achieve all the things that he can be. I just don't think it's going to be happening for him in New York. Um, But that's just my opinion. It wasn't just Gallo that came as well. Uh, We also got Jolie Rodriguez uh, as part of the trade as well. So there was two of them, and they got cash as well. And apparently he's he's decent, this guy. Do you folks know anything about him?
1: You know, from what I've seen, sort of like the last couple of nights, um, again, sort of seems to have done all right, but yeah, not not anybody that I knew anything about before this.
0: So we've got um, as part of this, we gave up uh, four players, and uh, you you know that I you know I love Spod Chandler because I loved his name. We gave up a player called Ezekiel Duran, which uh, I think is one of the greatest American names of all time. I just think that's that's absolutely fantastic. And Chris is a Duran Duran man. I think the only way you can improve on the title Duran Duran is to make it Ezekiel Duran. I think that's, uh, that's pretty solid. <laughs>
2: That's fair. And also, like, uh, I think the Red Sox have got a guy called Duran. So it'd be good to see like, Duran versus Duran. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a shame. That's not going to happen, but never no mind. <laughs> um,
0: we also gave up uh, Glenn Otto, Josh Smith and Trevor Halver. Um, I hope that that's all correct. And I refer to our uh, minor I'm, league experts. I'm going to uh, call him Hover. 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 Trevor Hover. Hover. What's better for me? Uh, yeah, um, so we have, um, so we, we gave up the four pieces there. And now what is yeah, four? I'm
1: not really, I'm not sure which one it is. I'm not sure which one it is, but I, like, I'm good at all four of those because I think we've given up four major leaguers there. All really done a lot, you know, this. this...
3: Oh, Sarah's gone again. But yeah, um... I, 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 do you know what? the whole prospects thing i struggle with the prospect hugging thing these days there's so many prospects that we've all are going to be studs and they're going to be this they're going to be that estevan Floria was a good example you know the guy was Everyone was touting him going to be their next center fielder. He was going to be brilliant. And it, it just stalled. So as good as, as you definitely need to keep feeding your farm in, but if you can make changes, and I think with the Gallo trade, it wasn't a rental. The Rizzo one kind of worries me a little bit because the Rizzo one is a, a rental and the, the talk is that he will be going back to, to the Cubs in the winter. Uh, I think all the expectation is he'll go back. So, But I think with the Gallo one, it's, it's more than just that. You've got him for another season, which I think it was worth giving a little bit more up for.
2: I think the the other thing with that one is we needed the help. We, yeah. we needed the lefty bat. We needed the needed an outfielder. Um, and I think if you're Cashman and you don't do that, I mean, don't get me wrong, the Rizzo trade was one thing, but we needed more than that. And that it, for them to sort of prove that they were behind this team getting into. Um, getting into the postseason or trying to get them to the postseason and competing to get there. So I think what they've done is proved that actually that's what they're trying to do. So they've they've gone out and got the the pieces that we needed to fix this lineup. Don't get me wrong, they they put us in that position in the first place, but they've found a way out of it or something that's going to make it a little bit more pleasant to watch hopefully for the next few months. Um, so we, we needed them to do that. They've gone ahead and done it. And I think, yeah, you can't really blame them for it. And it's one of those things where you do need impact players and you do need multiple impact players at this point to, to turn the ship around. So, so from getting for a 500 team back up to a 650 team is what we need. Um, and I think they've given us the opportunity to do that with the acquisition of um, particularly Riz, Rizzo and Gallo.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, the question I have then, is that if we can't – if if we keep all these guys, because I hear about how poor the conditions are in minor league baseball and that they don't get that well paid, are they not then better off anyway? Are they going to get closer to making it to the show by making that trade to to the Rangers? Is it? I mean, it's it's one of those that – for me, don't get me wrong, as a Yankees fan, it would be be amazing to play for the Yankees. But if I can make that step closer to playing in the major leagues – by, by going across that trade. It, it, it just feels like it's something that suits all parties. I don't know what you guys feel about that. You know, I just look at in the same way when when Mike went, although he's in yeah. DFA now, but at least he was you know he wasn't playing, you know, so at yeah. least then he was gonna go and live in and play in San Francisco. Well that's not that's hardly a, a, a nightmare turn of events, is it for someone? Um so so that's what... you know I I just wondered this that for these guys it's probably
3: the best thing all round, isn't it? There's also the rule five thing you've got to think about mm. as well. You know, you can't hold on to these prospects forever. Um, so I think it's just part of the part of the game, part of the sport. You know, it's just the way it works. And you know, it would be great if every year we could bring two or three prospects into the team, and you know, or, or more, and they were major league ready, and it worked that way. You know, you you look at the the Dodgers who seem to have a ability to, you know, develop players at a much better rate than we can. I don't know what the secret is. I don't know how they do it. You look at Tampa Bay, who seem to be able to develop pitchers better than anyone else, but there's got to be something you can take from it. But the Yankees, they do well, they do all right with developing players, but I don't think the system churns out enough, or either that or the Major League Club just doesn't give them enough of a chance. Um, Either way, I mean, they are pieces to be used, either make it to the team or to bring you something back in return. And, I don't. I think the the moves that Yankees have made at the deadline have been the right moves. I really do. I think Gallo will come good, and I think Rizzo. I just love watching that kind of defense back at first base as well as his bat has been amazing. You know, he's really, he's really. It he looks like he's been here forever. You know, he just slipped right in there, and he's he's getting big hits and home runs, and but it's just his defense. You look at the way he's. Yeah, it's just it's great to see a goal glover at first base again. We had Mark to so, share so, for so, all them years. It was,
0: so, yeah. should we talk about Rizzo, Rizzo then, do we think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, it's, it's, so
3: out it's out there. Spoilers. It's out there.
0: Yeah, so the trade, this is a rental, and it was uh, Kevin Alcantara and Alexander Vizcano. Sarah? Vizcano? Keanu. Keanu, whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't know, I'm not really sure about those two. I don't know a lot about these two. Like, they're like way down in the system I, I do think they're like you know like now you can actually hear me like i think i do think trevor however will come and bite us I, like that's my prediction but i think all of those four that we traded will all become major leaguers they all looked they've made so much progress this season you know starting off at tampa and then they've all you know like they've all come through i think one of them actually is playing at triple at a now wherever you know like at the Rangers. So. That's it. I, you know, I know. That I understand that they've got to be given up, but you know, to me, I would like to see some of them given more of a chance than just overpaying people. You know, when we think about, you know, like two thousand and seventeen, when Sanchez and Judge and everybody came through, it was only because we traded absolutely everybody else away that they actually got a chance.
0: Yeah. And well, we'll come on to uh, last night's game and some of the players that were given a chance in a bit. The uh, the Rizzo signing is one that I love this i must admit mm. when this when this move happened i was like um you know i'm having some of that my question you raised the issue about will he go back to the cubs because he settled in chicago he's got his foundation there and everything however they're giving up everything i mean i mean cubs absolutely tanked and then tanked again and then had a side order of tank with it i mean they really gave up everyone even if you were committed, committed Chicago, and you know, you loved in Chicago. I know his family is New Jersey, New York anyway. So would you want to go back to Chicago? Because they are not going to be, the Cubs aren't going to be competitive now for, well, we've said this about the Oreos. I mean, when the hell are the Oreos going to be competitive again? Well, the, the Cubs aren't yeah. going to be competitive C- for at least three, four years, would you think?
1: I was gonna say, like, to, seeing him as well, taking pictures in the ivy and all of that, and you know, like, it really did look like a farewell. That um, I, I I don't see him going back to Chicago.
0: I I I, I so I I studied baseball at the end of the te- the Tex era era. So I I don't I don't have the joy, but you can just tell from the Chris Carter. I'm going to close my eyes when I catch the ball level the first baseman that we've seen to to what we've got. This guy is a class. Apart, I mean, this is uh, this is the, but I must admit, Baez, the Mets getting Baez was. Uh, I, I, would, I would have loved it if we got Baez, that, that was the only one I would have taken, uh, about, above this guy. But to, to start your debut and that swing, that swing is just pure, pure power. But some of the scooping uh, and, and Chris you're better you're better to comment on this than than, than me on, on all the things we talk about but this in particular is that defensive scooping that, that he's doing and stuff you know because when I was seeing Odor playing third base last night and some of the balls he was tossing at them and he had to work really hard to get them that that's a highly that's a thats a hell of a player there
2: Yeah and, and Odor if you've got him at third base he's still playing second base in his head so he was struggling to make plays because of the timing was all out but he yeah Rizzo making plays is is fun to watch in the same way that it was fun to watch Teixeira make plays yeah um, and I, I can see like Kev like visibly rubbing his thighs the minute that that, that Rizzo came around just oh it's a, love it. it's another tech share. oh I love
3: it I love it Honestly, I do. I mean, I, I love good defense, but Tex was just phenomenal. That scoop thing that they do, which doesn't look possible, and Rizzo just, he's seen it with door, as you said. That's what you want to see. You want to see that kind of stuff. And, you know, if you haven't got the best defense at certain other positions, like shortstop and third base, if you're playing door there, having a gold glove first baseman is a big asset, a huge asset. <laughs>
2: From that point of view, that's what makes it the perfect trade. Because let's face it, our infield, the rest of the infield, is A, not stable because we're putting people like uh, Odor at third and and sometimes LeMayhew and sometimes LeMayhew at second, sometimes Torres. And, you know, it it moves around all the time, sometimes Wade. So you're going to get a variety of different plays. So, yeah, having Rizzo get in there and immediately make an impact on both sides of the ball is really important. And, and he made a play um, last night, which which was, it wasn't his play, actually. It was um, it, Odor ran behind him to take a catch. And Odor had just called him off, Rizzo. And Rizzo just moved out of the way without even looking, didn't even look behind. He knew that Odor was making that catch. So yeah. he was uh, he was just really comfortable with it. So to see him so comfortable with that defence uh, so early on in his, his career as a Yankees is, is, is pretty impressive, and I'm, I'm glad to see it.
0: He's given Cashman and Steinbrenner a big problem because the fan base are going to love this guy. And if this guy isn't signed up at the end of it, they are going to have a nightmare. There is going to be some very, very angry... I mean, I know you can get used to... The love affair that seems to be happening very quickly with this guy uh, maybe yeah, it's just I mean, what I see from over here but...
2: I, I think it's still too early though Rob I think that there is time for him to go for a slump like all of them um, sort of <laughs> offensively and as soon as you go for an offensive slump you know, people are going to um, gonna struggle so uh, what are you saying Kev?
3: <laughs> My missus was outside jumping about at the window <laughs> I was waving honestly <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah we, we... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I thought you were disappearing to, to go and uh, think no. about um, Mark Descherer again. Sorry.
3: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, mate, honestly, like the, the whole Rizzo thing, uh, there is a love in going on here, and there's no doubt about it. The fan base love him already because he's just jumped off to a super hot start at a time when the team needed an injection of life. He's definitely given it. He's also, as we've said, he's been brilliant in the field they do have a big problem and all the talk I heard I've heard over the last couple of days coming out of guys that seem to be in the know over there even Michael Kay was talking about it they reckon he'll be going back to they're pretty certain that he'll probably go back to Chicago that is going to be tough to swallow if it does happen yeah. but as yeah. you say, you rightly say Rob But I mean they are they've got a massive rebuild on their hands I think they've got a good GM in there to do it in Chicago but it could take a few years or so maybe He's not exactly the youngest guy, Rizzo. Was he th- 31? Mm. So does he want to give up his best years and being over there during a the rebuild or does he want to stay in New York? I don't know. They're going to have to pay him the money and and that's where it will come down to. But if he keeps going the way he's going, and I'm not suggesting he'll keep that kind of hitting going to the end of the season, but if he keeps producing and is as good on the field with that lefty bat at Yankee Stadium, there's nothing, you're going to expect his numbers to go up, especially his power, his, his home runs numbers to go up you would expect Joey Gallo once he settles in to see his home run numbers go up because of that short right field porch so uh, I was more excited about Rizzo than Gallo when I heard we got Rizzo that was really I I mean we got Gallo um I was texting a few of my friends and they were I was saying like the only thing that worries me with Gallo is he's a strike above a strikeout machine but that is offset by the fact he takes his walks and he's a good he's got a good glove when we got Rizzo, I was like, "Oh yes, Gold Glove first baseman. This is what we need." And as as Chris rightly said, you know, I love Tashera. He's one of my favorite players. We've had so many good first basemen over the years. I've been watching the Yankees. Um, Tino Martinez was probably my favorite player back in the day. So yeah, you just get kind of a bit spoiled by them. And uh, uh, Voit Voit's done a job for us, but let's be honest, he's not not even close to a gold-glove first baseman. He's adequate, but he's nowhere near the kind of level a defence to Teixeira or Rizzo.
0: The the Trevor story one was the one that I think a lot of people expected to happen, but the rookies wanted too much. Where are we on... So it's great we've got the gold-glove first baseman, uh, absolutely, and where does that leave Luke Boyd By the way, I don't because I don't, Luke Boyd must have, who probably did an adequate job as a as a first baseman, is now not feeling any of the love as he's been dangled in a trade. Um, where does that? Yeah. Where, do, where does that leave? I mean, where does that leave him? And where does that? Are we? Are we? Are they? I, I'm, I'm not are sure that's the right guns? question,
2: Rob. I'm not sure that's the right question. I think that's where does that leave us? Because it leaves us without a first baseman at the end of the year, doesn't it? Yeah. Because we, we, if if uh, you know, Vo- Voigt is out of contract and if he doesn't want to sign again and we don't want him, then we need to sign Rizzo because we don't have a first baseman or mm. or we need to find someone else. Um, so, yeah, we, we do need a first baseman. fact, and, and I can't see that being Chris Gittins at the moment. That, that's 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 a little bit long, far away. Yeah, uh, I can't see that being DJ LeMay who is a long-term solution. So, yeah... It, I think the the bigger issue is. Gary yeah, Sanchez. Oh yeah, that's a good shout. It's a good shout.
3: <laughs> yeah, you never know. You, you, you there's a lot can happen between now and end of the season. I think with Voit, as we talked about earlier, if you play Stanton in the field, you play Judge at centre, then he's your DH Voit when he comes back, isn't he? He gives you that power bat as a DH. But I, I don't know. I think I mean Rizzo. The Yankees have got to go all in and this guy if he can keep it going. If he can keep it going, they've got to get him back. Balances that line up, a lefty bat, gold glove. It's gotta be done. Unless you can find someone else, you've just got to make sure that we sell New York to him over this this period and he wants to come back. As you say, he's a New Jersey native as well, so although his family's settled over there, it might be alright for them to move. Yeah, you know, he might look to move them them back over here, but I don't know. We've just got a hope.
0: I, I think he, he must be feeling the love, let's put it that way, one way or <laughs> another. He's, he, he's got to be on board with us. And uh, we've got one more to talk about who didn't. If you look at players who have made a wonderful first impression on the New York Yankees. Yes. <laughs> we'll switch to another one with a less auspicious uh, debut, and that's Andrew Heaney. Now, this is when this trade came through late on the day. I went, ah, OK, you know, there's cover. There's cover in the rotation. Now, obviously, we're losing people left, right and centre with COVID so. now. <laughs> um, but this, this was as vanilla a trade. I thought, well, at least it's another arm in there. I have seen him pitch in the past and thought we did OK, actually. So this wasn't one that I was particularly devastated about by any strength. We gave up two pieces for this. Uh, Jensen Junk and Elvis Picuro. Um, uh, what, so were what you? I mean, this guy, it's a nightmare for him. The only way, <laughs> the only way is up for now, as far as I'm concerned. What, what about you guys?
3: Yeah, I, I can't say I was a bit underwhelmed. I could see him coming in, hopefully, to eat some innings. Um, his numbers, I believe, had been trending up the way from what I heard. Um, mentioned that although he's. These numbers didn't look good. They had been trending in the right direction. Clearly they're not anymore. Because <laughs> he's I think in that one start with us, his ERA is at nine at the moment. Um yeah. so that'll put a dent in that. Um, but yeah, it's just another one of these sort of back-end rotation pictures that you can you can throw in there.
2: Yeah, I can't add to that. I can't <laughs> add to that. You're right, it's it, it's a it, it's a meh trade. You know, whereas the Rizzo trade, that trade, I was like, really, we've yeah. traded for Rizzo, and then every you, you, all the stuff we've talked about slots into place, and you go, actually, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Um, Heaney, just yeah, pff,
0: meh, meh. <laughs> yeah, I, yes. I I I think this trade for me comes from the fact that Davy Garcia is apparently not performing very well down at Scranton. I think after what he achieved last year. I think he's kind of forced the hand because you would assume that Davey was there to to fill in for any of these problems that we might have and that he has lost his way and hasn't been mentioned in any trades by anyone. So that's the degree that he's lost it, um, which smoothly, and we seem to have lost Sarah now because of her internet connection. So everyone's internet's a nightmare. Um, that smoothly smoothly brings us on to the prospects rankings list 2021 and then we'll just quickly go through some of the games if you don't mind chaps we'll just uh, the, the, what's, what's coming up. so number one is Dominguez the, the player that I haven't seen but I'm so excited about even though I haven't seen him the Martian so he's our he's our number one rated uh, rated player at the moment Schmidt is two. Yeah. Uh, now he's injured as well at the moment. If I'm, if I'm correct, he's only he's coming back from injury. That's right. So he'll, yeah. he'll be he'll be a good one to have back. Davy is still number three, but in the same way that we saw Florio drop down, he was in the number three category for a little That's bit. Davy right, yeah. still there. Um, Oswald Pereza and then uh, we have to talk about uh, Anthony Volpe. Yep. Uh, which uh, and and Chris rightly mentioned before we started recording that this this chat was recommended to us by by Ryan when he came on uh, one of, one of the coaching staff from the from the minor league system. This is this is the shortstop. This is the guy. This is this is the one that, by all accounts, his bat is absolutely fantastic. And Hugh, who appeared on the last one, is now uh, working for Pinstripe Prospects, and he's going to be able to give us some. <laughs> some more up to date information about how he's agreed to do, do some stuff on the minor leagues for us if we if we'd like them and I'm sure I'm sure there'll be room in our in our busy schedules to do some of those things. And the guy who started at number six, the guy who started the last night and how do we pronounce this one? Louis. Hill? No, it's Louis. Hill? it's Louis Hill. Hill. Louis Hill, Hill. Louis Hill. Hill Hill Hill. There you go. Hill. Thank you very much. There you go. There you go. Uh, I sound so fluent. I can definitely order uh, beer in an Irish pub in Spain now. The way my language skills are going. <laughs> um, so, can, can we just talk about last night's performance, though, if you so? I mean, what? What? If you're looking for nightmare debut for Heaney, this boy last night was. Where'd you go from there? Where well, you go back down to Scranton? That's where you go from. <laughs> yeah, <there>. Straight <laughs> back on the bus. <laughs> you you did <do laughs> yourself. Thank, thanks
3: sake, what, thanks for thanks for being lights out. See ya. <laughs> yeah.
2: So so last night, our pitching for nine innings was all rookies, well, all
0: like major league debuts, wasn't
3: it? Yeah, it was three debuts, three rookie debuts. I think it's yep. the first time since 1950 or something, something like that.
0: And, uh, and it was a pleasure to yep. wake up to because having woken up the, the, the previous morning to think to yourself, oh my God, we've... We've actually got spanked by <laughs> spanked by the Oreos. <laughs> what, you know what the, the what thing. The... You
3: know the thing is, but when you woke up that morning and then you watch it, you are like Heaney has a bit of a nightmare. But then the bats just disappear. But the, the bats just are so streaky. You just don't know what you are going to get from this offense, and they were just horrible. So they don't back him up, and then the next day, Heel comes out and pitches. It was uh, yeah it was
2: six six innings of four hit ball. Awesome stuff. I think he walked. He walked one, um, and that's that's pretty good across six innings, walking one. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, really pleased with that. And, and actually, the other one that, that really impressed me was Ridings, who came out afterwards, and, and he was throwing 100 miles an hour straight out. <laughs>
3: Just yeah. like, Ooh,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, Ridings, Ridings was a name I hadn't never heard, heard of
3: him. Yeah, that's exactly. No. Yeah, never Same heard here, I was like, who the hell is this on the mound?
0: Yeah.
2: And and then then he hit 99, and then he hit 100, and I was like. Hello. Oh, we this
3: like guy
0: this
3: boy. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. we
0: like this boy. He was, tall, so was he was huge, huge, and and lovely curly ginger hair. I was thinking, there we go. Someone's going to compete for, for with Clint for the uh, the sexy redhead in the uh, in the in the ranks now. You know, every team <laughs> needs a sexy redhead. You know, that's why what, that's what I'm telling myself when I grow my when I grow my shit goatee. You've got the grey, Chris. I I not I, <laughs> yeah. like wow. I've been attacked by a <laughs> We're we going oh, there, Rob? Wait, after,
2: after you've just gone there, I, 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 <laughs> no. Kev, with his man love of Mark Teixeira, you're going to pick on my grey beard. <laughs> wow, seriously.
0: You're welcome. Uh, so, so um, yeah, so Dominguez, uh, so do you know what number Dominguez is across all of baseball then? He's coming at, he, in the pipeline He's number 23. Number 23. And this yeah. is a lad who's he's still in still Able.
3: Able? I know. It's crazy.
0: He's he really only just been... gone up to Able. Yeah. I was going to say, he's not still in Able. He's just started. Yeah, just, yeah. just, 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 just gone up to Able. Which, is, which is frightening. Frightening.
3: That... I do. do you know what worries me a little bit about him? It's just all these comparisons they have to make. You know, he's a new Mickey Mantle. He's going to be this. He's going to be that. I mean, come on. Just let the guy develop his career without comparing him to all these you know he's been compared to Trout and everyone you're just like let the guy work his career out before he start comparing him to people
2: yeah. he's still a minimum of two years off a major league debut isn't he let's be fair oh, so, yeah, but, at least. so it's, and so yeah you, you can't be putting that kind of stuff on the guy so
0: yeah yes the anticipation is 2024 for him yeah, exactly
3: yeah. sounds about right yeah yeah, the other one that's
0: on that list we didn't talk about as
2: well uh, in terms of pitchers was Luis Medina. So he, he looks, he looks pretty good. He's at number eight on the, um, on the prospects yeah. list. Um, and, and so quite a few, you know, he, he's due up, you know, we you know, he could be the next one up. He could be the next heel um, for me. So yeah, there's, uh, there's potential to see him. So I, I wonder if we won't see uh, Luis Medina in September Um yeah, we'll see how Devy goes. But again, he's another option in September. So if, if he's bad, then...
3: Am I, we'll I, have... I imaginative of the rules changed this year about roster expansion? Did I dream that up? I might have. Mm, not sure. I, Good thought question. Less, I thought there was going to be less players. Oh, yeah, I think. I think
2: you might be right. There is. Yeah. I think there might be less this year, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting
3: Probably. to see. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a shame to see Garcia going back the way um, because he did have such a good debut last year, and really was was impressive for us. But I suppose that's the just the ups and downs of trying to work yourself out in a, your major league career. You know, it's 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 just going to be that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, last night just to see three rookie pitchers come up and all pitch absolute gems together was was so good to see.
0: You. And I I would hope that the senior pros that see this happen who haven't performed now this is obviously baseball 162 games it's a one-off some of them have pitched well but that's got to be a wake-up call to the guys who because i'm not saying i've had any suspicions that since they've taken the tack off the the spider tack off the ball about some of our guys i'm sure they're they're perfectly legit and uh, there was an article in the new york times where one of our pitchers gets Mentioned as, as somebody whose spin rate has dropped dramatically, I'll let you guess which one it was, uh, Gary Cole. Uh, but but uh, actually, no to I really, you really had you <laughs> really <have laughs> <to> explain <laughs> right to everyone there wrong, didn't you? Just in case, you did, um, but the, just to see these guys come up was an absolute, yeah, absolute delight. And I ended up watching the whole game this afternoon because I thought uh, I missed it. I want to see this, uh, and I haven't felt about. Normally, I go, God, I'm just going to put myself through the because of the podcast. Win, lose, or draw, I have to put myself through the 13-minute extended (laughs) highlights. (laughs) Sometimes I can't face that. I must confess. But but I watched it all today, and they were absolutely incredible.
2: So what you do is just ignore the result and go on to the thing and press press play. I I, I did that this morning, thinking, oh, well, it can't be any worse than what I watched yesterday, which I watched in the same way. Get on, press play, have it on in the background, or watch it over breakfast or whatever, and and, uh, yeah
0: what the hell do you have for breakfast if you, if you, what you for, how many courses is your breakfast I'm the fat bastard no, I don't know for the rest of the day, <laughs> <fact>.
3: <laughs> do
0: you know 10
2: cups of tea do you, know
3: I, what I, the grain? do you know what I absolutely loved about the game though we just kept hitting RBI doubles for, mm. the, for all the scoring early on it was like RBI double RBI double and it's just like for a team that's been so reliant on the long ball it was great to see that kind of that kind of play happening, and even with guys that have been struggling a lot, like Stanton, has recently been really, really, really struggling. It was good to see, you know, them getting hits like that, and I think he would four rubbies on the day. So, yeah, yeah, he needed it. He did big time, big time. Yeah, Gallo needs it now. He's the next one that needs a bit of a break. He he he, he
0: <sighs> needs something now, I and mean, yeah. yeah, it will come. I agree well. with Chris. I think he's too good to to not. Find his way, and it may well be. We've seen it with Sonny Gray and stuff like that. You know it can go wrong, but this guy, he's been. You know, he knows what he's doing, and I'm, I'm, I'm very confident.
3: His but, swing was made for Yankee Stadium. Let's be honest; he's, yeah. he, he'll come and, good.
0: And the problem is, he's under more pressure because Rizzo's come in and done what Rizzo's done. Yeah. If you know, and, and actually, I would expect them both to be defensively very solid and not necessarily getting the bat straight away. So, I, you yeah, know, I'm. The, the more uh, I see of Gallo actually. I mean, he's a big, he's a big boy. He's a, he's a, he's an athletic unit as well. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's going to be fantastic well. I really
3: I, do. I also like the the fact that Rizzo coming in's pushed Judge down at the heart of the order. So now you've got Stanton back and cleanup. It just, I think it just looks like a Yankees lineup now. Lemayo Rizzo, Judge, Stanton. Then you get Gallo, Sanchez. That's starting to look like a proper Yankees Murderers Row type um, lineup. Whereas before it felt like kind of. The, the heart of the order, they, they just kept changing things around, and they were trying Torres in there. They were trying; they were just moving guys around to try and see if they could find a a solution that worked. Whereas now you've got a kind of defined left, right, left, right, or as you said, rightly said, Chris, you can mix it up with two righties, two lefties. But they've got a way now to construct the order where the the heart of the order looks looks dangerous now. So it's good.
2: Yeah, I think we'll still see a bit more uh, flexibility, shall we say, particularly as we get used to everyone getting yeah. COVID over the next couple of days and, and yeah. going on the, on the COVID list, which was bound to happen, unfortunately, wasn't it? Well, as soon as you heard um, the, that Mattingly, Mattingly was out with it in, um, in Miami, he said, oh no, yep. this is not good. He, he's bound to have had contact and had some discussions with, with Yankee players and, and clearly yeah. he has. So, uh,
0: yeah. So shall we move on to the next round of fixtures and do our, Now we've lost Sarah we didn't get David in the end, so it's just. <laughs> <laughs> so last and it's raining started. outside. Last it. Now, I, what we have, we got, I can't believe I'm saying this the series decider against the O's. We then have four against the Mariners, two of which are early starts. And I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get pissed off with us. <laughs> not, not really. You know, I, I want to start my I want to finish with tea and then sit, sit down at six o'clock and see us smash the ball straight away. But in all fairness, we turned it around the other day, and then we have Kansas City. So I would think that we've got a good chance because there was some bizarre trade coming out of Seattle. That was, almost like going, yeah, that, that, that was that
3: was weird. Weird. That was very weird. very strange.
0: And I, and I did love the. Uh, the journalist in the press conference asking if his phone had stopped, if the GM's phone had stopped working, and that's that's why he hadn't brought anybody else in, which I thought was brilliant. So we have, and we're going to take it through to Tuesday. Then, so we have one O's, four Mariners, two Kansas. We happy with that? Because then the yeah. last Kansas will be when we record. Yeah. Okay. So everyone's maths. <laughs> So one plus four plus two, yeah. there we go. We are there. Seven gibs. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. It took was, us all that time. My <laughs> it's been a long this, day. This is this is what happens <laughs> when I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm recording on the water. You see, if I'd had a couple of beers in me, I'd have got that straight away. That's 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 what
2: it I, I thought you were going to say it's what happens when we take a long break.
0: Yeah, but it is. now it is. You know, this, this maybe maybe we need another long one after that. Kansas, oh, okay.
3: Kansas, City's, Kansas City's a team I don't know a lot about at the moment. How their form's been going? I'm kind of not sure what to what to go with they, with them.
0: They traded away. They did. They them. traded away, but not Benatendi, which uh, which I, I thought because he he was somebody I yeah. thought we might we might express some interest in actually, um, but. Because then we've got Gallo, so I was quite happy with that. I know, I just thought we Oph. would. I just thought it was just like a Yankees thing there. I'm, I'm prepared to be underwhelmed. I'm prepared to be like, yeah, oh, we'll probably go Okay, so one O's, four Mariners, two Kansas. Who's going first? Me, six and one. Okay. Six and one? Six and one.
2: Six and one. We might, I reckon we might drop one of the Mariners games or maybe the Kansas City game, but we're not losing to the Orioles again. And we are not going to lose very many against uh, the Mariners. We're, we're going to start our resurgence right here this week, 6-1. and one.
3: The Mariners have been in decent form, though. They're actually playing ab- above themselves, and they've brought in some decent players. That I'm going doesn't to go mean fight. they're not going
2: to get spanked by us, though, does it?
3: Yeah, yeah it's, we're so streaky, though. I'm tempted to go 5-2, th- but I've got kind of
0: 4-3 in my head as well. I thought, I thought you were tempted to go five and three there for a moment. To that. <laughs> That's, right. That's
3: what I nearly <laughs> said. Um, oh, five and two, Ooh, let's be Duncan. positive. <laughs> let's be positive. Does that give me six? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am, uh, five and I, two, I'm going positive. I, I'm actually, I think I'm with Chris on this. I really do. I think we have i get i get the feeling there's almost like they can smell the blood in the water they know that now's the time to step up now's the time to make a name for yourself now's the time and even with all the covid stuff and that's my that's my caveat that depending on how many people we lose with covid but it turns out we play better when we lose people with covid so then, next man up next man is up, it next man up? We are, and that's just it, because that was that was the theme. So I must admit, I'm going to go with you, Wally. I'm, I'm sorry to copy you, mate, but I think I think six and one, I uh, really it's do. Just, I really really just, do. That's
3: uh, us oh, fucked. <laughs>
0: so,
2: no, mate, it's so, just good sense, Rob. Just would, good sense. It's the right would, time. Let's face it, this is the time that we want to be catching the Red Sox. Yeah, so the yeah, Red, Sox Red Sox are a five-game skid. Red Sox are a five-game skid. They're going to carry on skidding. And we are going to catch them up, and we're going to scare them, and then we're going to take them. It's going to be good. Yeah, and we'll you know, take them.
0: We'll we'll take them in the home series the following week. I Hell
3: saw. Yeah. I saw want to go to want to go to Friday night's game to get a Garrett called Top Gun bobblehead. Yes, know. did you yes. notice that? Cool.
2: Yeah, because they well, how can you fail to notice it? They've, they've been advertising it like yeah, practically every other inning. It is a and bit why odd, not?
3: But yeah.
0: I, I think I think my definition of cool compared to, to yours, Chris, on that one. I, don't, I I don't know if it's cool. Uh, I I'm one of those. This is the one thing about baseball the bobbleheads that make me go. Oh, just give me a beach towel. Or no. Something, no, I know, I know. Bobbleheads are great. Bobbleheads are Shocking. great.
2: Yeah. I'm. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I as as much as I hate to say, it, I agree with you, Rob. I, I, I don't like heads either, but I, am, I like that I am one. I'm
3: all about cool. the I'm all about the free shit. But I've actually got a Toronto Blue Jays bubblehead thing sitting over there, which I need to get to a Blue Jays fan because it's three of their historic, amazing players, and I don't even know who they are. I did walk into one of them by accident at the stadium, right enough, but um, yeah, I should really try and get it to a Blue Jays fan because it's. It's just sitting in a box on my shelf.
2: When we're beating the Blue Jays, and we'll we'll get some Blue Jays fans on to talk about how we're beating them, and um, you can give it away to one of them.
0: Oh, I've got it, uh, dear listeners, what? he's he's going to get the box. I'm
3: getting the
2: there box. Yeah, we should actually
3: put this on the Facebook page.
0: I don't
2: know why see. you would be doing this. Where when both Rob and I have declared off i'm going to show, you how, going to show you how i'm going to show there. you how
3: i'm going to show you how cool don't, this don't is. take it out of the box don't take yeah. out of the
0: box it's lost its value
3: george bell lloyd Mos mosby and jesse barfield look at that shit boys
2: yeah for an audio like, podcast uh can you hear that's can you
3: hear the bobble it's a triple pathetic. it's a triple bobblehead that's so, cool so-
2: that but it's cool. not, because they're all wearing pyjamas like they do, yeah. and it's it's yeah. not a good look, Kevin. There's a reason you've got it, because no one else would have wanted it, to be Man fair.
3: There was a battle to get them. I got one of the last ones uh, got into the stadium, but there was actually a battle for people to get in, because you only give them to the first so many people that go in.
0: You're the, the only. Yeah. yeah. So, listener, you may have missed this. You've, you, you've had some cracking internet issues and a very suspicious sound of kev jiggling his bobble heads yes. <laughs> and just to confirm it was uh, it's good microphone. to be back guys it's good to yeah, be back to be, <laughs> it's, it's, let's 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 do this again and by god am i drinking next week so uh thanks for joining us tonight guys uh, where can uh, where can our dear listeners find you chris can you just kick off for us mate?
3: he's in a crematorium in when
0: is Dorset, it in Dorset
2: in it on holiday mate that's where I am uh, you can find me on holiday and uh, that's it you won't find me anywhere else this week but you can find me at the usual places you've heard it enough and if you haven't go and listen to one of the previous podcasts
0: <laughs> uh, what, what about you Kev
3: yeah, I, I could be an asshole like Chris too, but I'll actually tell you where to find me. <laughs> on, on the UK Yankees Facebook group mostly and occasionally I do tweet out on uh, at Celtic Yankees.
0: And I'm, I, <laughs> I'm at Rob Ratty and uh, hopefully next week, I think we we'll Jason and Andy may well be putting in. And another appearance uh, for nice. us as well on the pod. So congratulations to Hugh uh, for his pinstripe prospects yeah, break, uh, position. I think yeah. that's fantastic, mate. And I'm going to have Shoggy. to sign up to him. Uh, and he's a great guy and I hope everyone can support him. But th- <laughs> what a bizarre show. But then again, aren't they always? Thanks for joining us, guys. And we might as well just do the resistance it's futile thing to really just...
3: Oh, no. No. no, 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 no. Do you want me to a bobblehead back out?
0: (laughs) Good God, sir. And (laughs) And on that bombshell. Good night.